welcome back to the Tune In Podcast. How are you doing, Brayden? I'm doing well. It's been too long. I know. I feel like I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. I know, for real. Sickness has been going around. So yeah, we we missed the podcast last Saturday. I was feeling a little sick. Yeah, and a lot of other people too. It seems like yeah, it's going so. around. Make sure you wash your hands, everybody. You know. Yeah. Take your meds. If you're feeling sick, just just take a day off. Yeah. You know, we all deserve a day it's off here and there. I guess we're going to recap the past two weeks of jazz today um, in this episode. Um, we're on episode 16 at this point. Um, we're almost hitting that 20 mark. That'll be pretty exciting um, oh, yeah. in, in a, a couple of weeks here. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Um, and we'll also get into some of the all-star um, festivities happening this next weekend. And stay tuned. Um, we'll hold... I think we'll hold our podcast next Saturday, too, yeah. during All-Star Weekend. So that's going to be pretty exciting. So stay tuned for that. And then we'll get into the jazz trades that they made right at the trade deadline. We're waiting for it, and it's here. Um, but without further ado, we'll, we'll get into it. Yes, we're so grateful you joined us. And make sure to check out our last episode. I know it was a couple of weeks ago, but we talked a lot about a lot about all things sports in Utah and and, hockey uh, team coming yeah and um i know it was a very different team back then and uh but we've got a lot to talk about today so make sure that you follow us on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening of course um and then also on instagram at tuned in jazz we're we're grateful when you guys comment and share and, and tag your friends and uh we we love to shout you out on the pod so make sure to to leave a comment on our our next post for sure for sure well, um, with the past two weeks' games, it's been up and down for the Jazz. You yeah, know? It, has. Um, it looks like we've gone three wins and four losses since our last episode. Yeah. Um, so really we're just kind win. of coasting right now. Of course, yeah. the trade's going to shake things up a little bit. Definitely. Um, with our predictions, I still got four games on you. Man, right we, now we had the same. We both went two and two because we mm-hmm. didn't predict the last three. But I'm I'm going to catch you. Just hey, it's week. it's a good race that we've got going on right now. Yes, um, we're just four games apart in our predictions. We've been predicting almost every game this season. Yeah, um, we're both doing pretty good. Um, but let's just dive right into the the last game since we were last podcast. It was Saturday versus the Hornets. Yeah, two good. Saturdays ago. So a little bit ago, trying to remember and lock in. Yeah, um, this was a good win with the Jazz um, really good on the road as well. Um, any thoughts you have from this game? Yeah, Jazz keeping their streak alive of high-scoring games. Colin Sexton, 24-13. and 13. Uh, I thought he played really well. Laurie played well, as usual. One guy I've really been impressed with lately, especially in that game, was Brandon Miller. He didn't mm-hmm. score a ton of points, but he's just like... He's, he's just a really nice player. Had a lot of high-scoring games recently. Yeah, he's just a really nice player. Very. He kind of gets hidden under all the... This is just a crazy rookie class, so... Uh, he's really special, I think. The Jazz also kept up their uh, tradition of making random role players look like all stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, PJ Washington was the guy this time. He had forty three points. So and it, he actually had a negative seven while he was on the court, which is interesting. But he couldn't miss out there. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about this later. But the uh, Hornets should be sending us a thank you note because they got an absolute haul for him at the trade deadline. They so. did. He was looking real good, and I think this game yeah. <laughs> might have been the reason why the Mavericks called. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, for the Jazz players, um, 
three players with 20 points or more. John, yeah. Con- or John Collins, Con Sexton, and Larry Markinen. That's really nice. They all had really good games. Um, I was kind of nervous a little bit in the third, f- fourth quarter of this game. They kind of came back because mm-hmm. um, we were up by like 20 to 30 points for a mm-hmm. while. And it got cut down to like seven or something like that. Yeah. It's kind of scary. That is scary. That's <laughs> but, been happening a lot last week or two. Yeah, so you don't love to see that, but we did pull away with the win in the end. So yeah, um, it's still a good win. Um, was there any player that particularly impressed you in this game? Um, yeah, I mean, Laurie, as usual, he's just, mm-hmm. he's just so special. We take him for granted. I'm glad we he made seven threes in this game. That might be a high for him. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, hopefully he takes that momentum into All Star Weekend. Yeah, for sure in the three point contest, we'll yeah. see him there. Well, cool. Well, I guess good win for the Jazz. Let's move on yeah. to Monday versus the Nets. Yeah, so not so good game. Uh, um, we're hoping to forget so. a little bit about this one. <laughs> yeah, Jazz lose one fourteen one forty seven. Uh, Jazz just decided to stop playing defense. I guess well. Even though we weren't really playing defense anyways, we gave up mm-hmm. 122 to the Hornets. But uh, just a really rough game. Their wings scored really well. That seems like a spot where we've been struggling. Uh, yeah, definitely. Mikel Bridges, 33 points. Cam Thomas, 25. Cam Johnson, 17. Everybody was scoring on their yeah, team. They were. Their bench was going off, too. This was Ben Simmons' return game. I know when we were yeah. predicting this game, we were kind of... Uh, making fun of Ben Simmons a little bit, but he can't, he almost had a triple double. Yeah, uh, the Nets are so talented, but twenty and thirty one, it's just insane great. to me. It's They've got great. so many weapons, but just haven't been able to put it together. Yeah, I guess just kind of wash your hands from this game. It wasn't a great game. Yeah, defensively, one hundred forty seven is inexcusable. I'm yeah, sure Will Hardy had true. a talk with the team after this, just about what things went wrong and where we need to improve i think for me personally we just gave them way too many open shots yeah totally um, agree. we can't leave mikhail bridges open when he's their guy no they've got other three-point shooters that you can't leave open either and, and they were just having way too many open shots i think oh, that's yeah. that's the main thing that i saw yeah i'm very surprised we didn't hear another masterpiece of dog crap yeah tweet, or a quote from will hardy because this was this was unacceptable, I agree. Yeah, this was so bad that um, Taylor Horton Tucker got seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. He got subbed know. in the game, and, and Luke, Luka Shamanich as well. He's actually got a couple minutes here and there in some, yeah. <laughs> some bad games we've had. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, you know it was bad when those guys got <laughs> seven whole minutes in the game. Yeah, and we uh, that was the first game of a back-to-back. We, yeah. Stayed up in the New York area to play the Knicks as well. Another loss. Um, what were your thoughts from this game? Going into this game, I didn't really have real, real high hopes in our win because the Knicks are playing as one of the best teams right now. Um, we'll talk about their trades that they made this trade deadline um, where a lot of people are thinking they could be a title contender. Hmm. Um, but the Jazz did all right. I think they yeah. stayed in the game. Um I don't remember it being super close no. throughout. I don't think um, – I didn't feel like it was a close game, but we we played a respectable game, but it couldn't get the win. Yeah. I um, One thing I made note of was Walker Kessler has just been struggling as of late. 
Um, it kind of makes me wonder, just on a more broad note, if him coming off the bench is the best thing for us long term. You know, I know it's worked well. John Collins is playing really well, but um, you He's know, had, even John Collins has had his ups and downs yeah. too. Uh, so I think especially with Olenek gone now, it'll be interesting to see who starts. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, a uh, that's interesting. Um, Nick scored very efficiently. Mm-hmm. They, uh, adding OG to their lineup was really nice. And he didn't play great. I don't think this game, but I don't even think he played this game at did all. He? Yeah. No, that's he, right. He didn't play. I was going to say, I didn't see much of him. So that made, that made sense. But yeah, yeah they, they've got a nice roster right now. Yeah, we kind of lost to a banged-up Knicks team, too. Yeah. Isaiah Hartenstein's their starting center. He's doing pretty good. And, yeah, he's not bad. Uh, Precious Achua played 40 minutes this game and actually oh, played pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the Red Mamba, Dante DiVincenzo, <laughs> or I guess that's Matt Bonner. But the Nova guys. Love the redhead. He had 33 on us. I think we, we definitely left him open way too many times yeah, as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'd love to see... Maybe the thing the coach would talk about, Will Hardy, would be perimeter defense. Um, yeah. We're getting stuck on too many screens. Yeah, we are. Um, we need to figure out a way to, to get some better contests out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, it didn't get any better against the Sixers, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We lost that one as well. This was a much closer game, but we did still give up 127. Um, Tyrese scoring like 40% of his career high. 51. Yeah, I hope you're okay. I kind of have a small rant on this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, please. I love uh, this game just felt like I don't know if you've seen that one commercial where the guys got like the dollar bill on the oh yeah, there's like the fifty nine. <laughs> it's that's what it felt like. This game, like every time you like think that you're gonna get a win or the Jazz, like oh maybe yeah. they maybe they're gonna get the lead right here. It's just nope. Yeah, gets, gets pulled away every time, and so uh, I don't know. This game kind of plays with your emotions, but um. The other thing was, I feel like the Jazz needed five, four or five coaches challenges this game. Yeah. And we probably would have got them all right. Um, we In this game, we did get two right. Mm-hmm. So got our first one right, got an extra challenge, used that as well, got yeah. it right. And so I don't know, low-key, I think the Jazz could have got like four challenges and they oh, would have yeah. been all right because the refs kept making some bad calls. But uh, the, the one thing that kind of... What's kind of the most frustrating was towards the end of the game when it was kind of a foul game, mm-hmm. we fouled Tyrese Maxey after like t- eight seconds, ran off the clock or something like that. Yeah. And we bumped him a couple of times. The refs didn't blow anything. And that was pretty crucial because eight seconds off the clock is, oh, yeah. is a lot in a situation like that. And so the refs missing that was was pretty bad. And then towards the end of the game, we just couldn't win because – Two free throws won't get you three points because um, yeah. they kept fouling us right away. So, I don't know, just kind of some frustrating things towards the end of this game. We definitely had a chance to win if um, some other things went our way. We, yeah. we played a little better, made a couple more shots, but it just didn't happen for us. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. This game, <laughs> it's like that that dollar bill. Like You try and reach for it, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, I totally agree. This one was just primed for us to get a win. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid was I believe he was out right before that game is when we found out he was gonna be out or like pretty shortly before that. Um and yeah the officiating was so bad. Um 
I hate to be that fan, but it's just... I know. I think this game, it's granted. Yeah. It's granted. When it's a close game, it's it does affect the game. And, you know, ultimately the Jazz shouldn't have put themselves in that situation, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But but uh, it is it is a factor, unfortunately, when you have close games. So, yeah. I guess I one thing I, I have been impressed with, kind of highlighted in this game, is Colin Sexton's just really turned into a really solid number two scoring option for us. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, we he just. I promise I won't make him my player of the week again this week. But uh, <laughs> I was tempted. Low key, low key. I was tempted because he uh, he has been playing very well. He's had you know some off games like everybody, but he's just been playing his role really well. Yeah, definitely. Also, add on the Sixers side, I th- I felt like nobody could score except. Tyrese and Tobias Harris. Yeah. They both had monster games. Yeah. Um, towards the end of the game, they just didn't give Tyrese the ball. He's just kind of standing in the corner, and that's when we came back. Yep. <laughs> and so they started giving him the ball more towards the end of the game. We, we lost. Um, I also add, did you see Jaden Springer um, guarding Jordan Clarkson? I don't know what happened. Who is – I don't even know who Jaden Springer is. Yeah. But he was locking up He's Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson was kind of having a hard, hard night this game. Um, he went five for fifteen, yeah. so not the greatest. Um, he's also had kind of a hard stretch the yeah, last little bit, but yeah, pretty hard loss. Um, it's hard to see something like this. Yeah. You, maybe you want to see. I was talking to my brother-in-law. He's saying he wanted to see Walker Kessler play more minutes this game. Mm-hmm. He only played fourteen. And yeah. he had four blocks. I totally agree. <laughs> and you know Tyrese Maxey, his game is to go downhill to the rim. Yeah. And so I don't He's know. He's not incredibly big either. You could, right, yeah. You know. So as long as, like, in the past with Rudy Gobert, we played up on the three-point line and funneled into Gobert. I think that could have been yeah. something we could have done. Walker Kessler could have protected the rim with Tyrese, and maybe he would have got 40 instead of 51, you know. Oh, yeah. One thing I also made note of, um, Paul Reed for the Sixers. Man, I really wish we could have got him. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a deal done with him. Was it this was last offseason? He right? was restricted. Yeah, and so then yeah, I last off season. It. And I could understand them matching it. Um, it's a, and he's not like a crazy, incredible player, but, you know, 7-10 and 10 guy. Could have been really nice off our bench, but that's yeah. okay. He's a nice piece. You know his nickname, Basketball Paul? Oh, I didn't know that. Nah, I, I think that's a dope nickname. <laughs> that's super sick, actually. Yeah, I like that. But Should we yeah, move on? Yeah, let's do. I don't want to talk about that game anymore. <laughs> let's get into some wins. Yeah, let's um, do. These two wins kind of tied together, so maybe we'll kind of talk about both a little yeah. bit. Um, but we beat the Bucks at our home court again. Mm-hmm. We were talking before the pod. We just have the Bucks number, I guess. We do, yeah. Um, we beat. I think we only play them twice, and we beat them both times. Yeah. So that was pretty good. So far, the firing their coach thing has not worked out. But mm-hmm. I know a new coach adds new challenges, but it seems like a weird, weird move as of right now. But we'll see what happens later in the season. <laughs> but yeah, I think it'll. I think it'll get better. But yeah. we're we're happy to take a win when we can. Yeah, our young guys played really well. Kessler three blocks. Mm-hmm. That's what we want him to do. Keontae had a double double as well. Um, he hasn't done that a ton this season. I mean, hasn't reached double double. He, but he's he hit some important three point shots down oh, the stretch too. Yeah. Um, 
I haven't always been confident when he shoots the ball as some of our other guys, but this game, he he proved me wrong. He shot really well from three and hit some very crucial ones. Yeah, he's played really well in the last couple games at least. Kind of another stinker for Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. But he'll get up. He'll get up. He's kind of in a bad stretch right now. Yeah. Um, and then when it gets the Thunder, it's kind of a revenge game. We lost them was mm-hmm. that, a couple weeks ago. I, I remember. I was at that game when yeah. we lost. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Um, this one felt different, yeah, just because we didn't we didn't feel like we were crawling back from a hole. No. We were kind of with them throughout the majority of the game. It wasn't like we were down by a significant margin. No. And so then at the end, we were able to pull out the win just in just in time. Um, honestly, Shea is such a special player too, but we did hold, I I say hold him, but we held him to twenty eight points. That's a, I mean, for him, like if you can keep him from dropping forty, mm-hmm. you have a pretty good chance of winning. He the only game. shot five free throws. I think yeah. he averages like eight to ten a game. Yeah, he gets to the line so we didn't foul him as much. Um, so I thought we played well against him, especially. That's who. Mm-hmm. That's who you want to worry about. Obviously, if you're when playing, when the game mattered towards the ends, we were lo- we were playing good defense on him. Oh yeah. I I don't think we could get past this game without giving a big shout out to Chris Dunn. Oh dude, his um, defense has been incredible. This is like Chris Dunn, one maybe one of Chris Dunn's best games of his career. Oh yeah. Just with the impact that he brought and the defense, he had four um four, four steals and three blocks Sheesh. i think he had two blocks in one possession on yeah. like a fast break and he was the primary defender on shea most of the game mm-hmm. i think shea there. went like he missed like four or five shots in the fourth quarter because yeah. of chris dunn that's insane he's getting around screens he's getting blocks and steals he's he even gets like some like in some passing lanes where he just hits it out of bounds and like that kind of play i love it doesn't show up on the stat sheet or anything yeah. but chris dunn is really the difference maker this game they he was part of the interview after and i think he was granted and like you look at the if you just looked at the normal stat line eight points you know three rebounds five assists you're like okay that's an okay game but he just yeah. if you watch if you actually watch yeah. the game yeah you know that he impact plus 18 on the floor he was just making an impact that's what you want for guys like him i think so yeah let's play him more minutes let's I play agree. more minutes we need we need people to to contest shots and yeah. to play good D. We're going to need to. We're looking a little more thin now. <laughs> Definitely. Talk about. And then we ended our week on Thursday with a loss to the Suns. Post-trade. Yeah. One thing that I was really impressed with, um, we'll talk about the impact of these trades, but I don't know if you saw the Taylor Hendricks block on KD. Uh, KD was driving to the rim to the left, and Hendricks met him kind of at the rim and blocked okay. him. And, and uh, that's kind of, like that makes me excited as a Jazz fan. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of player we want him to be. So, um, and then John Collins, twenty-one and fourteen. He just My had goodness. an absolute game. He was balling out yeah, there. He was, uh, even though it's a loss. That was we had some good performances that game. I think for sure. I also want to highlight um, Walker Kessler in the starting lineup. Yeah. In this game, he played about the same. He he doesn't always play a ton of minutes still, mm-hmm. even if he's a starter, so 27 this game. Um, but he's inserted in the starting lineup. We'll see if that's our new new starters that we're rolling with, with after the trade, but we'll mm-hmm. see. I honestly hope that it's just kind of a sophomore slump for him and that he can mm-hmm. bounce back. He still gets a lot of blocks. He, he had does. four this game. He does. That's but, still uh, been pretty good. He hasn't really built like we were hoping he would coming off last season, but 
but he hasn't played bad for sure. And so hopefully yeah. he can pick it back up. I know. I don't know if you've noticed the Jazz do this thing where if Walker Kessler's in the game, sometimes he'll stand in the corner. Yeah. And if they pass him the ball, he'll do like this little dribble handoff. Yeah. Um, it's been working a little bit. Yeah, it's a like, weird spot to do it in the corner. If though. they sag off of Kessler mm-hmm. in that corner and he does a dribble handoff, the guy's gonna be wide open. Oh yeah. Every time. Absolutely. So I love that. Co- I think that's great coaching from Will Hardy. Yeah, I um, like that. It makes it so Walker Kessler can still be offensively mm-hmm. uh, a plus when he can't shoot super well. You know? Yeah. I really like the um, when we are able to get Walker Kessler to the rim, too, like on just pick and rolls. Yeah. We, we haven't been great about doing that, but there's been some games where it's just like... I want to see more reverse dunks. More, yeah, right? More like, lobs. He's so big, and, and he has nice touch around the rim that he could be a pretty decent scorer inside. John Collins has been a pretty good yeah. role man for us. Mm-hmm. He started to come alive with that. So hopefully that becomes part of his game too, Walker Kessler. Um, did this game make you miss Grayson Allen at all? <laughs> a little bit. Fourteen. It was like 14 assists or something, or 13 assists. 14 assists. 14. Dang. Yeah, he, he's been passing really well lately. He, um, he played 35 minutes too. Yeah. Man, he's a uh, he's pretty incredible. I don't know. Okay, this is kind of funny, but the other day I was like looking at him and I was like thinking, and he's like starting to look like Coach K a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. A little bit. I don't know why I had that thought because I was like, he's he got start- that Duke blood. Yeah, and he's like starting to look a little older because obviously he's not like a college yeah. kid no more. But I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, I was trying to remember when did we trade um, Grayson Allen? Do you remember? I looked it was up. Was that the Dante Exum trade? Right. Is Mike Conley trade? Oh, that's right. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. So he actually right. played for the Grizzlies a little bit before. That's right. Um, he went to the Bucks. Um, Mike Conley would have been uh, so, 2018, 19? Something like that, 2018 or 19. Yeah. Um, we also traded Jay Crowder in this trade, too. Oh, that's right. So I don't know. I'm kind of looking back. I still think that trade was worth it. Even yeah. though Allen's looking good, I Conley was I Conley still I think I still think we won that trade looking yeah. back. This might be a hot take, but I think Mike Conley might be a top five jazz point guard all time. So. Ooh, I don't even so, think that's a hot take. I think that's yeah, good. That's, that's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, he's good. Good player. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had a great game this game. Unfortunately, we lost. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, the Jazz need to figure out their rotations yeah, all they over do. again. Yeah, they do. Uh, that, we had our rota- rotations figured out yeah, um, during that win streak in the last couple months. Um, before when we were figuring it out like we are now, it wasn't great. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Maybe this will be like a kind of gelling week Yeah. a little bit. Guys kind of figure out their role. Yeah. So... With that, you were talking about your player of the week yeah. earlier, but um, who did you actually end up picking? Okay, so I didn't go with Colin Sexton, who is probably my... I'm just loving Colin Sexton right now, who would be my player of the year so far, probably. But um, <laughs> I am just loving what Keontae George is doing. Oh, um, I, like I think he's like starting to score a lot more efficiently, um, and he's finding a role in our offense. Like Even though he's coming off the bench now again... He's um, he's just like he's hitting good shots. He's passing the ball well still. He's, he's not turning it over as much, which is he's nice. been playing better than Clarkson. Yeah, for sure. This past week or two. Yeah, and so I've just been really impressed with him. I'm glad he's finding his spot. So Keontae George definitely my player of the week. 
Uh, who do you who did you pick? I took a different route. I went with yeah. John Collins. Oh, that's a good pick too. I think I don't love his defense. Yeah, to be honest, that's fair. Uh, but offensively, he's great. Yeah, he's super good and rebounding. He for the past five games, he's had nine or more rebounds every game. He had twenty one against the Suns and twenty two against OKC. Um, fifteen Milwaukee, fifteen in uh, Philadelphia, but. He's had some pretty good stretches of games where he's scoring at the rim and he's getting mm-hmm. rebounds. Just want to see a little bit more defensively. But yeah, absolutely. He's, he's been, been solid. Nice. Yeah, so lots of uh, to be excited about with the Jazz. We got four, or no, three games this coming week. Then we got All-Star Weekend. And some All-Star activities, yeah. Yep. Um, to the Warriors twice and the Lakers once. What do you? Who do you got in the first Warriors game? This so week? this will be Monday versus the Warriors. Yes. All three of these games at home, which yep. is nice. That we have kind of our last big home stretch right now. Uh, I got a win on Monday versus the Warriors. Okay. I think uh, we're at we're back at home and we haven't played since Thursday, so hopefully yeah. we're not too rusty and we can just get a good home win. Yeah, I've got a win for, as well. I will say I'm very surprised that the Warriors team is still the same. They've made no mm-hmm. trades at all. I was I, expecting them to. We'll talk about that later. I, yeah. I have something to say too. So uh, since they're the same, I'll give the Jazz a win on this one. Um, cause I think yeah, home game. We're back after a couple nights off. We we'll be ready to go. Yeah, hopefully Draymond doesn't punch anybody in the face. <laughs> yeah, but we'll don't see. injure her players, please. <laughs> and then Wednesday versus the Lakers at home. Who you got? Another team that didn't make any trades. Uh, again, we'll talk about that. But uh, I got a win as well. I think I think we could beat them. This one's probably going to be a close one. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, I don't know if you the saw The Lakers it. signed Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, I did team. hear about that. <laughs> and then what was it like last night? They scored like the most points in a quarter in franchise history, like 50 points oh, I didn't or hear something. about that. 51, I think, in a quarter, second quarter. So they're offensively playing really well, and the Jazz are not playing defensively very well. So this could be a close game, but I'm gonna give us the win. I think we could we could get this one. So I'm gonna be different. I got a loss. Okay, fair enough. I think LeBron's not playing around anymore. No, uh, he w- he wants to move up those standings, and so yeah, he does. I think we're they still we're still figuring things out, and LeBron's got it. Yeah. So I got a loss. Yeah, that's fair. And then play the Warriors one more time on Thursday. Back to back. Back to back. Second game. What do you got in this one? I got a loss this one. Okay. I think, I just don't, this is not the same Jazz team. And so I I think you got to change your expectations a little bit. Um, If this was our team before the trade deadline, I think I would have put a win for one of these. But just, I think it's still a gelling period. Mm -hmm. I think we're still going to be figuring things out. So back to back is going to be rough. So I got a loss. Yeah, I got a loss as well. Back to back end of a back to back. Also, when you got teams playing, you know, consecutively, like especially like a playoff series, but in this situation, we're playing so quickly. I think experience matters. The Warriors yeah. have a lot of experience, even if their bodies are kind of breaking down a little. <laughs> and so, I, yeah, I'm gonna give us the loss as well, even though I think we'll we'll play well. Hopefully. But I do love these games for our young roster. I think yeah. they're. I think it's a great test for Keontae for Taylor Hendricks to go against Steph and LeBron. Yeah, those are tough matchups. Um, I think this will be a this will be a great stretch to see see what we've got. Oh yeah. In a way. 
Absolutely. And and at this point in the season, we're kind of both these teams, Lakers, Warriors, are trying to get back into playoff talks and um, Jazz can play spoiler a little because we're not really yeah. fighting for that playoff thing anymore. I would argue so, you know. Yeah, kind of, we'll see. Kind of a cool spot we're in. Uh, and then All-Star Weekend, um, got some Jazz guys featured. Yeah, yeah we got marketing in the three-point contest. It'll be yeah. interesting to see how he does. Um, I'm glad to see us represented in some way. Oh, yeah. So, got Rising Stars guys, too. That's right. Keontae and Walker. So. You know, they did a draft for yeah, the, Did I you see that. this? They were like some of the last picks. Walker Kessler was the last, the last pick. pick. Yeah, and Keontae was like the third or fourth last pick. Yeah. So, Man. I don't know. It was like Jalen Rose and Pau Gasol draftings. They don't know anything. Yeah. But... Like, come on, man. You you said Derek Lively got drafted before Kessler. Yeah, that's what, like, I what mean. The heck? I understand Chet and Wemby. Like, you're not going to pick Walker. Yeah, I mean, that. they're the big names yeah, you but want like, on your roster. Come on. Uh, people just don't. Watch the Jazz. The analysts don't watch the Jazz. Like, no. they, they did the same thing with Donovan and, and Rudy Gobert and. And now Donovan's making the, hey, the starters. I want to see. I want to see Keontae get that MVP. Yeah. Oh, give yeah. him some good minutes. Yeah, he could definitely. He's got to have that Donovan Mitchell type dunk in the game. Remember, right? Jose Alvarado so, got the MVP one year. Any, yeah, it's anybody's game. For real, anybody yeah. could get he it. He could do it. He got it. Yeah. So that'd be exciting. It'd be fun to watch. Well, hopefully, Jazz prove us wrong and just win all those games. But we'll yeah. see. It'll be a good test. Um, but let's dive into the trade deadline. Yeah, so this is probably it. the meat of this, this episode. I know everybody's been waiting to hear our thoughts about the, um, these two trades the yes. Jazz did. Um, I don't know where we're... I was just in classes throughout the day, checking my phone, yeah. getting notifications about these two trades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, gotta love a good Woj bomb right when Yeah, no, Woj is, Woj is yeah. on his phone. He's getting these, getting these done. But yeah. should we start with Fontecchio? Let's do. So, uh, Fontecchio was traded the day before the deadline, um, traded to the Pistons. Jazz got back Kevin Knox, who we waived. He's gone. Uh, got a 2024 second pit round pick from Washington or Memphis. It's kind of one of those weird swap. Yeah, I think vector. we get the best one, so probably Washington. Yeah. Almost a first round pick. And then we also get draft night rights to Gabriel Procida, Procida. From, mm-hmm. I believe he's Italian as well. Yeah, Italian's getting fl- flipped. Yeah, and uh, I've I've heard good things about him, but they're you know you never. Know I looked him up on Basketball Reference. He's a really young guy. He got drafted in the second round in twenty twenty two, and he's just like getting ready in in Europe. Interesting. He averaged like eight points in FIBA. Okay. So, I don't know. He's still got room to grow. It worked out with Fontecchio for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's just like a younger Fontecchio, maybe. Who knows? But I don't think he's going to play for us for at least a year or two. No, probably not. So, just put him in the back of your minds yeah. and see what happens. It, it's like, those are the type of gambles that you can throw in trades where you're just like, if it works out, like, great. If not, then it doesn't really yeah. hurt the trade at all. I think, I feel like the next trade that we did is really similar to this one. Yeah. But... Give your let's give our grades. Um, what are you giving the Jazz for this? Trade? Okay, I give the Jazz an A minus. I think this okay. is really good. The fact that we we signed Fontecchio and then we turned him into this is pretty incredible for the Jazz. Just like looking at we it, got, as a whole. we got him for nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand what the Pistons are doing, so I'm I'm gonna give them a, a C probably. I don't. None <laughs> of these trades they made. This week. They're trying to win now. 
They're trying to win now. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. So I've given them a C, but I, Jazz A minus I think it's a good trade. Not the best. To, I you know, but really good. I, I'm about the same. I gave the Jazz a B plus. Okay, fair enough. I think I think Danny Inge is just trying to get f- some flexibility for yeah. this offseason. Yeah. And who knows, if we have this second round pick, we could maybe move up in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or there have been some pretty good second round picks drafted in the past. You know, yeah. Draymond Green was a second round pick. Uh, yeah. uh, Isaiah Thomas was the last pick of the draft. So, yeah, no, yeah. you never know. I kind of feel like none of us have any clue what Danny Ainge is planning right now. Like, he just I, kind of. Is... I think he just lo- really likes picks and he just yeah. wants as many as he can get. I, I think, though, that he's probably got, like, some crazy plan. And, like, not crazy, but, like, something that's going to, like, shock a lot of people. But, like, we just don't know, like, is he thinking about trading for a superstar? Or, like, is he going to trade up to number one randomly on one draft? Or, like, I don't know. It's He's just... But I'm excited because we're, we're getting a lot of assets, so we'll see. Yeah, we're just stockpiling. So, yeah. this is a pretty good trade. I will say, um, shout out to Simone Fontecchio for just yeah. being one of like the low-key best players on the team Absolutely. this year i bet uh will hardy was sad to see him go i thought he would if i were coach hardy i think he might have been one of my favorite players That's for all the hustle very good three-point shooter for us this yeah. year completely different player than last year yeah i don't even know if he had any real impact in games last year but this no. year he was a completely different player just looked great out there yeah even from this season i think like the first 10 games he didn't hardly play at all mm-hmm. and then he, he became was, a starter yeah he was given an opportunity and he just jumped on it that's exactly what you gotta do if you're an nba yeah i love all these guys that the jazz find out of nowhere and and they just yeah. become great players like chris dunn's another example he nobody nobody wanted chris dunn and we signed him to a 10-day contract he's all right yeah kept him around and now he's one of our most impactful players starting yeah. for us. Absolutely. That's yeah, a good trade overall. Um, then we got the Olenek trade mm-hmm. for Raptors. Jazz get Kira Lewis, young player, Otto Porter, and a 2024 first. We get the worst of the OKC, Clippers, Houston. Or <laughs> us. Or <laughs> us. Um, so. These trades get messy. And then we give up Kelly Olenek and Ochai. What, uh, what are your thoughts? What grade? Do you I, so I guess the first round pick's probably going to be the Clippers as of right now because we get the the worst of the bunch. So Clippers having the best season, so we're probably going to get their pick. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think this, it's like, for me, it's like deja vu of the Fontecchio trade. It's like, okay, let's just get rid of our extra players, get a pick. Yeah. So I'm I'm just repeating the same thing. I'm gonna say a B plus again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good trade for just stockpiling assets, and who yeah. knows, maybe that first round pick could be something good. Yeah, absolutely. Otto Porter has played well. Would you Would you play so. Otto Porter or THT? Oh, definitely Otto Porter. Really? Well. Or Bryce Sensabaugh. I think Otto Porter can contribute to winning basketball. Like, when he was on the Warriors, his role, like, he helped them win that championship. Um, really? I believe he was on that team, if I remember right. I think I'm pretty sure he was, but um, he just, like, he's a really good defender, a decent shooter. I don't know. He's definitely past his prime. He definitely is. He, he definitely is. He wasn't making the Raptors rotation when Siakam was traded and when OG was traded. Yeah. <laughs> the Raptors are another team and I just don't understand. He, does, he also has a big injury history. I don't yeah. think he's injured right now, but... 
I, I also just don't understand what the Raptors are doing. Both these teams we traded with, I feel like the, I don't know if the Jazz were preying on them, but I don't I don't understand what either of them is trying to build with their moves. But um, I'd give it. You said you give it a B plus. B plus. I'm giving this one a B minus. Oh. Just because. Why so low? Oh, I I'm not a fan of throwing Ochai into this trade. Yes. I I'm not like a huge Ochai guy. Like I didn't think he was going to be a like a superstar for us, but he was a nice young piece. And for some reason, like I'm sure I'm sure that that was the Raptors' idea. They probably wanted Ochai, but mm-hmm. what we got back was not like super amazing for future, but it was pretty good, I guess. Like not terrible. More assets, I guess. I I do feel like Ochai is. Kind of close to his peak. A little bit. He's could, a little older, too. I could see him get a little bit better mm-hmm. to where he could be a better defender to yeah. start. But I don't think he... He's not as young as you think. Like no, He no. played all four years of college, yeah. and he's kind of... I think he is who he is right now. That's why he feels so low in the draft, Joe. Everybody mm-hmm. was saying he was too old. He was like 24 when he got drafted or something. Yeah, and so I guess it's... It, as much as we like our players, we kind of get attached to them. I think it's okay yeah. that we threw them in. Um, yeah. And who knows, maybe that pick is something, right? You never yeah, know. For sure. But, yeah, not a bad trade. I, it makes me sad, but that's what I think the teams. biggest question mark with this is where, what happens to our rotation. Yeah. Um, so last game, what Will Hardy did was he put Walker Kessler in the starting lineup to replace Fontecchio. Mm-hmm. And then he put... Uh, THT into the rotation. Yeah. And yeah. Taylor Hendricks, of course. I think it's a no-brainer to put Hendricks as yeah. a very consistent rotational player. I think it's just that 10th man. We don't know who yeah. it's going to be. It's THT well, or Otto Porter, Bryce Sensabaugh. Yeah. Sensabaugh wasn't even in the lineup at all, which was weird. Johnny Juzang was on the team, but... He played garbage time. Yeah, I'm not really sold on him. But it it's good to see like young guys play. I'm I'm honestly just kind of like it doesn't make any sense to me why. Let's see what are we now? We're twenty six and twenty six. Like if we were gonna tank all along, quote unquote, or try to you know sell a little, why would we wait till halfway through the season, fifty games in? Like, hey, I think. I think Jordan Clarkson's in tank mode right now. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> but, like, why didn't we do this, like, 20 games ago? Like, we, it would have been nice to have 20 more losses in, for the draft, I mean. Like, well, uh, I don't think we get our pick anyways. Yeah, so. well, it's like, yeah, but it, I don't know. It just is weird to me. But I'm glad our young players are getting more. Yeah, I think, so. I think as a Jazz fan, it's hard for us to see the future. And I think we talked about this in another episode, but I I saw some Jazz fans react to these trades and say, yeah. "L, like yeah. the Jazz got fleeced. No. They let go of all their good role players." You know, that's that's definitely an opinion you could have. But I think for the future, like looking two or three years down the road, not just this year, um, these trades are great. Um, it just stockpiles some more assets, gives us some flexibility to get some more young players or make some trades in the off season. So yeah, well and. And like if you if you're one that thinks it's like a fleece, listening to this, 
just know that we didn't get just get rid of role players. We got rid of a 32 year old, like an almost 30 year old, and and a third year player who's almost like 27. So like, <laughs> if we're we're a if you team, got rid of the names and just said the age and st- contract and stats, yeah. maybe not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, and so I. We love these players, like, we're kind of good attached to them, but it's like, at the end of the day, this is the best thing for us five years from now or, or mm-hmm. six years from now. So. Also, I don't know if you heard Kelly Olenek spoke on the trade. And oh, he did said he? he said if it works out, he could see himself retiring for the Raptors. Really? Um, he was born in Toronto. That's it. His family's from Canada. I right? forget he's Canadian, yeah. Yeah, and so I think... Maybe Danny Ainge good had a little soft spot for Kelly, sending him to his home. Yeah, good for him. I and so I think it's we knew we were going to trade Olenek at some point, so we we sent him to his home where he'd probably retire. Yeah, has he played for the? He hasn't played for. The He's court. never played for the Raptors. <laughs> it's hard to keep track because he's played for like half the NBA. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, so that's a little like good thing for just personally for him because you get you kind of forget with these trades people move their families and yeah these are real it's people. a it's a real hard thing but yeah um it'll be good for him yeah absolutely on the topic of the trade deadline mm-hmm. there's a lot there was a lot of you know not any huge trades but there's a lot of if you're an nba trades. fan you still get excited about it yeah um casual fans probably didn't didn't think any of it yeah who was uh your biggest winners from I got the Knicks as the biggest winner. They got some um, former Jazz players in Bo Yan and Alec Burks. And yeah. I think that they made a win-now move, and I think they might be able to win now, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I also got another team, but I want to hear yours. Uh, I got the Knicks as well. I think um, they didn't give up a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And they filled some nice needs. Alec Burks is a guy that is already familiar with their system, played for them before. He was good for them too. Yeah, and and then Boyan, yeah, I'm I'm surprised he didn't go for more, but he fits really nice on the roster. Another team I got, I got the Jazz. Of course, we already talked about them. You got them as a winner. I do, just because okay. I think we did what we. Well, I think we. It does make me sad, like some of the pieces we thought were going to move, like THT or Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. The I think THT needs to be gone at the off season. Clarkson deserves to be in a better situation. I think. For him, try and win. To try and win, he's just that type of player. We love him, but he's just not part of our long-term future anyway. So mostly a winner for the Jazz. I think we did what we were. I think you could also think about packaging some of those picks with THT or Jordan Clarkson in the offseason, and maybe we could get some good young players. That's true. Yeah, never know. And then the last team I had for winner for winner is the Hornets. Okay. only because I don't know how in the world they convinced the Mavericks that P.J. Washington was worth two really good role players and a first-round pick. That is insane to me. Like, I don't – maybe I'm just not familiar with P.J. Washington's game. But and he dropped 43 cow. on us. Yeah, it's just – that's just nuts. I think they won with that trade alone. Regardless of whatever other trades, and they, they traded Hayward for Trey Mann and oh, Bertans. that's right, Trey Mann's a nice piece. So, yeah. I so, actually had the Mavericks as a winner. Oh, really? It, okay, I, I, I saw a report that said that in the locker room, some of the guys had said that Grant Williams rubbed them the wrong way. Really? <laughs> I think he has that impact. I could definitely else. see that happening, and so yeah. I don't know. In my opinion, I think Grant Williams wasn't getting a ton of minutes, and they paid him a lot. Yeah, they did. And so moving on from him is a win by that's itself. Fair. That's fair. 
He, uh, I don't know if you saw the quote he made a couple days before the trailer. He said something about how Luca makes playing the game easier. He's like on a podcast, <laughs> and then now everybody's clowning him. They're like, "Oh, this guy." <laughs> Poor Grant Williams. He's a character. He is. He, he seems like he'd be a funny guy to know, but I could see how he could rub you the wrong way. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, losers. Okay, well, I got the Mavericks. I already kind of I explained yeah. you know, the reason already. Another team I got is the Pacers. I don't... Even with the Siakam trade, does that count? Well, I didn't really think about that. That was a good trade. I, But the weird thing to me was just that they didn't really ask for anything back for Buddy Heald. Like, they got Cork Maz, mm-hmm. but then they instantly waived him. And Buddy Heal's just a good enough good enough player that you Yeah. I don't know why they didn't you, want to keep him. Yeah. And if you re- if you wanted to be traded or whatever reason, like you could have got a piece back for him. I, I just don't understand yeah. why you'd pretty much ask for nothing back. I think they got a second with Cork Mons. We got more for Olenek than they got for him. Yeah, so. it's it's weird. So they're my they're probably my biggest loser. I got some losers that just didn't make any trades. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I got the Warriors. Yeah, I was, they I they could have got some good stuff back for some of their players. It's time for them to move. I on think Kaminga's looking good, so let's open up some minutes for him. Yeah. Uh, but they just didn't do anything, so I got them as a loser. And then I also got the Kings as a loser. Mm. The Kings are kind of in that like five or six seed spot. Yeah. Where they're good, but. They, they need a little bit more on their team to get a little better. And so I think there were some guys available that they could have landed to yeah. improve their, their team, kind of do a win-now move like the Sixers did with Buddy Heald, like the mm-hmm. Knicks did. They just didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. I think – I honestly think the Warriors are really fumbling in the bag. Like you could – their dynasty is kind of crazy so much so that they could have kept it going for another five or six years if they – if Draymond didn't punch Jordan yeah. Poole or talk smack to KD. Yeah, and also, like, if you were willing to move on, I know you got to be loyal to your guys, but, like, Jordan Poole, Kaminga, I think Wiseman could have been better had he not been in that situation. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You, you never know. Moses Moody's a nice piece, but, like... Pajinski looks real good. Pajinski's really nice, and they're just, like, sticking with their guys, and I get it. you got to be loyal, but I don't know. Yeah. Clay's... Um, contracts expiring this off season. He's so been be playing interesting. so bad, dude. Would you Would you like the Jazz to throw some money at Clay for Clay? Mm, maybe I'd be I, surprised. I wouldn't, if he, I wouldn't hate it as long as we didn't overpay him. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he'd be willing to come. Here. <laughs> I I honestly could see him just retiring if he like. Gets, oh shoot! Yeah, but, I don't know. He he wants a bag, but no, I don't think anybody's wanting to pay him right no, now. Him or Draymond, I don't think he's gonna get paid. Draymond already did get paid last offseason, yeah. though. He's getting, like, 20 mil a year, so he's yeah, set. That's true. But those are those are some good picks, I think. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see some of those teams. Yeah. Um, Lakers also didn't trade any, but they're in a better situation than the Warriors, probably. Yeah, they're at least starting to win games. Yeah. And they got Spencer Dinwiddie, who <laughs> I don't love, but who yeah. knows? Who knows? Another scoring wing for them. It could be good. could be a good piece. Okay, real fast. Let's talk about All Star. We got next yeah. next podcast. We'll be talking about it while it's happening, yeah, which would be so fun. But the All Star reserves were announced since our last pod. I know it's been a, a week or so. Yeah, our boy Lori Markkinen didn't make it, um, no. which was expected. Sad, but yeah, but it's good. Um, biggest snubs. Everyone's been talking about the Kings. Sabonis and Fox both didn't make it. Yep. Um, that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I would have put. I probably would have put one of them in for Towns, but yeah, I agree. that's just me. Any other snubs you you saw? Um, this is a little biased, but I obviously I had Gobert on mine. I thought over Towns probably or yeah, I just think better impact on his team winning this year. But it is hard to like justify a defensive player in the All Star game, so I understand. Trey Young was a big one, even though he made it after the Technically reserves. made yeah. it. I would have had him in first. Yeah, I had him that. as a starter. I just, stats-wise, he's balling out. The fan vote loves him. Yeah, they do. Um, I'm trying to think. I think they did pretty good. We were pretty close, I think. Yeah. We, we both guessed Paolo, first-time All-Star. Yeah, yeah. No, I was excited to so, see him make Scotty Barnes is first-time All-Star as well. I think, I think we both sure. guessed Julius Randle, too. Julius Randle, yeah. He, he's going to be injured, unfortunately. Oh, I thought they got it right. I thought Lowry should have been in. Do you think Paul George deserved it? I didn't have him in. Um, I think so. Yeah. He's on a winning team. He's playing real good. So yeah, I. It's interesting. Maybe Sengun could have made it over him, but eh, yeah. I don't know. I think Harden got left off too, right? Yep, he's not on there. He's been. I mean, I, I could understand he had a slow start, but he he's been helping them. They're the number one seed now in the West, I believe, the Clippers are. So So I think Paul George probably deserved it. Yeah. And then for the three-point and dunk contest, it is revealed who's in those. Ooh, let's Um, go. So let's start with the dunk contest. Jalen Brown um, is doing it. It's like the first star to do it in years. That's surprising. I didn't really, like, pick him as a dunker. Like, I guess he dunks, but... Go look him up on YouTube. He yeah. has some pretty good dunks. He does, yeah. He, I think he's got a 360 and a windmill at some point. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I'm excited. I'm glad that some big name is actually doing this. Yeah. Um, then the other three, Jaime Hawkins Jr., the rookie. Yeah. Pretty good name. Um, Mac McClung, everyone's favorite white guy. Last year's From the winner. G League. Yeah. Last year's winner. And then Jacob Toppin. Never heard of him. Yeah. I uh I think he's Obi Toppin's little brother. I remember watching him in the NCAA tournament last year. Is he a rookie? Yeah. Then played for Kentucky last year, I believe. I don't even think he plays for the NBA. I think no, he's in the G, he's G League. League guy. So half of these guys are in the G League. I think that's that's terrible. I'm excited but. to see what Mac McClung. Mac McClung's a special dunker, even <laughs> if he's not like NBA material. Is he your your pick to win it back to back? I think so. I could see this being really? like a. I what I hope happens is that it's like an Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine type dunk off between Jalen Brown and Mac McClung, because you know you I can fantasize. Know. I don't think it's yeah. gonna be that good, but I think Jalen Brown's got something in his bag. I think he's got it. I think he's gonna win it. I can see it. Uh, see it. Three point contest. We got a lot of good guys in here. Oh, a lot, yeah. of, a couple former Jazz players. Yeah. Um, we got Malik Beasley in there. Mm-hmm. And Donovan Mitchell. So, root for our former Jazz. And then you got Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Carl Towns, Trey Young, and who's that last guy in there? Um, uh, Lori Markinen? Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Yeah, he's in there as well. So That's that one white guy from Utah, huh? Yeah, the fin- Finnish Utah. guy. Yeah. The finisher? Yeah. Um, who you got winning this? Oh, man. There's a lot of good shooters in here. And, and also, I guess... Um, Steph Curry's doing a, a 1v1 with Sabrina Ionescu. Yeah. So he's not in here, but kind of is. So I guess you could pick him as well. Yeah. I have some thoughts about that little competition they're having, but I think I think Lowry could win it. He's shooting really well. He, he does have 
like being a big man, he's probably gonna be a little slower getting around. Yeah, his strokes a little bit. So like, I think this three point contest always favors the guards. Yeah, Dame's such a special shooter too. Mm-hmm. He yeah. won it last year, so he's gonna see if he can defend. Yeah. I've personally, I got Trey Young. I think he's okay. gonna win it. I could see him. He's a great shooter, and also those like starry like three point deep threes. Oh, I think he can hit those too. Yeah. So I got him. Yeah. I'm gonna roll with our Utah boys. I'm gonna say it's Lowry or Donovan. We'll, we'll say one of those I'd love to win. see Donovan. He's won a dunk contest. Three point. I'm win a three yeah. point. And so then who you got between Sabrina or Steph? Oh, okay. Well, Sabrina's got the record. She does. I don't know. She like missed like maybe two or three the whole the whole time last time. This is an interesting move that the NBA is doing. This to me, I'm not a women's basketball hater at all. But this seems like this could either be really good for the WMA or really bad. Like, <laughs> oh no! If Steph she mops, needs to come through, or if Steph mops hard. the floor with her, imagine the storylines. Like, oh, <laughs> men's sports dominates again. Like, and then if she beats him, then you know, then everybody, you know, that could be really good for them. So, but uh, then the storyline would be Steph let her win. You know. All right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they would. They would come up with some excuse. I still think Steph's going to win, but I hope it's close. She did get a perfect score last year. She's using, you know, she's using the same three-point line she used last yeah. year. She, she could definitely wipe the floor with Steph. Uh, maybe, maybe I hey, they're playing that. for charity money to their charities, That's too. Right, so mean. I think they got a lot of... I'm going to go with Sabrina. I think Sabrina could win it. Dang. Well, I got Steph then. We'll, Fair enough. We'll see who wins. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, we're excited for All-Star break. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Before we close out the episode, um, just talking real quick about local sports. Yeah. Anything you've been seeing? I know BYU basketball is something we always talk about. Yeah. Well, you know, Cougs stay in 500 and Big 12 play, or a little less 500 now. Yeah, just staying in the middle. Is better than we thought. So yeah. maybe five games ago, it's or like 10 games ago, it wasn't what we were hoping. But beginning of the season, we would have taken this. Mm-hmm. Like hands down, so yeah, we we'll play Kansas State tonight. So hopefully the Cougs on can... ESPN. Yeah, that's right. So hopefully we can good. get a win. But... Yeah, I mean our stats are still pretty good. So every yeah. time I see like the articles or like videos about um, Cinderellas, we're on there. Yeah. So hey, I got my hopes up. I don't know. We'll All the see. advanced stat guys are loving us. We're still top ten. Yeah. 10 palm. We top shoot. 10 we shoot a lot of threes and we make a lot of threes. Yeah. And I will say we lost to Oklahoma, but I was impressed by how BYU was scoring inside, showing that we have that part of our offense, mm-hmm. which we haven't shown so far. So it's good to have Foose back. Yeah, he's a difference maker. Yeah, and we need Ali Khalifa back, so hopefully he's not sick tonight. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you to everyone for um, listening to this episode, whatever platform you're on, Spotify or Apple. Um, we're excited for the new look Utah Jazz after the trades to see how they do. And we'll, we'll catch you next week with All-Star Weekend. Yes, everybody be safe out there. And remember to follow us on all platforms and comment on our Instagram. What grade are you giving our trades from this week? Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. We'll highlight some Did of we get fleeced? Let us know. Yes, we'd love to highlight some of those comments in the next episode. And we will see you next time. Take care.